Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're actually recording this at night. Yeah. We have had a full day of trying to unpack, get this house up and ready. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that you were in our new podcast chairs. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of what we have so far. And so but we're not on the floor, so it's progress. Yes, we're not sitting on the floor anymore, so this is great. But uh, we're picking up with day four of our time management principles from God's Word devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then towards the end, pick up the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, and it's some of my favorites. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Mm-hmm. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. The devotional is titled, Determine What's Essential, and it says this, Martha gets a bad rep in our preaching of this passage in Luke 10. But the fact is, we are all Martha from time to time, struggling to identify which tasks are the most essential at any one given time. Clearly, someone needed to make dinner, and I'm willing to bet that Jesus greatly appreciated Martha's hospitality. It wasn't that cooking dinner wasn't important. Jesus just made clear that it wasn't the most essential thing Martha or her sister Mary could have been doing at that moment in time. What was most essential in that moment was being taught at the feet of Jesus. As we saw yesterday, collecting our commitments, tasks, and projects is an essential step of effective time management. But once all of your commitments have been collected, it's time to determine what on your list are the most essential projects and tasks. This process requires clarifying what you believe God is calling you to in this season of life and your work. With that big picture and those overarching goals in mind, ask yourself, what is the one thing that, once accomplished, will make everything else within this project easier or more fruitful? The answer to this question is the most essential thing you should be focused on. Put everything you can on hold until this one task is accomplished. Then repeat the process again and again. When I was writing my last book, Called to Create, I was overwhelmed by the number of tasks that needed to be done to bring that project to market. I had to get an agent, sell a publisher, conduct interviews, write 50,000 words, build a platform to market the book, etc. But at the beginning of the project, I knew that if I couldn't get an agent to take me on, nothing else within the project would matter. Securing an agent was my most essential task. So I put everything else with the project on hold until I found an agent to take me on. The truth is, at any given point in time, very few tasks and projects are truly essential. Get in the habit of identifying the essential two or three things on your plate and focus on them until the task is completed. 
Yeah, I want to focus in on two things. I'm going to say these kind of quick because I don't want this to become like some 15-minute TED Talk. But my buddy Gabe told me about a book, and the book was all about like productivity. And essentially, the theme of the book is that people who set a goal of accomplishing two to three tasks will accomplish two to three tasks. Mm -hmm. And people who set a goal of accomplishing like five to eight tasks will accomplish one to two tasks. And people who set a goal of accomplishing like eight tasks or more will accomplish zero of their tasks. And it's not like mm -hmm. a perfect science. Basically, the more people were overwhelmed, the less they got done. Yeah. And so narrowing things down actually really does help. And that's just the practical side of this. Mm -hmm. But the part I really want to hone in on this devotional is that statement the author mentioned, because I like, I want to push back on him. And I, I agree with everything he said, but I want to push back. It's like dinner still needed to be cooked. And so it's not this insane knock on Martha saying, Martha, what are you doing? Like the living Messiah is in the house and you're like trying to like be busy doing all this stuff. Go spend time with him. But she invited him into her home to cook a meal and to break bread with him and the disciples. And so for me, it's like I come from the place where I'm like, but wait a second, like dinner did need to be cooked. Right. So what do we do here? How do we reconcile the need of responsibilities, but also the desire to spend time with the Lord instead of his feet? How do we handle that? Because bills need to get paid. Like Micah needs to be fed. He needs to be changed. Like these are not things I can just be like, oh, well, I'm sitting at Jesus feet. So but so so how do we reconcile the busyness and the responsibilities that our life entails with doing what's better by sitting at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. And so I think, I, I think a lot of it comes from just appropriate time management. I'm not trying to get way too easy on this, but if you're too busy to spend time with Jesus and you're too busy. Right? I also, I also really think this is like being led by the Holy spirit in everyday mundane moments. Mm -hmm. You know, because inviting him into those things inviting is what you're saying. Him in, yeah, yeah, on on the tasks, you know, like yes, that's a hey, good point. This is my schedule for the day, but Lord, if you need to interrupt me at any point in time, would you give me a spirit that is able to discern that I'm supposed to pause and, and receive just, an interruption? Yeah, receive an interruption, and we need to have schedules that are interruptible because you we better pop, girl. <laughs> Everything you're saying, you better pop. Go ahead, girl. Oh. <laughs> I'm loving what you're saying right now. Well, if we pack our schedule so to the brim, then we're not going to feel at peace being interrupted for those interruptions that are so often Jesus. Maybe that call mm. that we need to take or that neighbor that needs to be seen or that, you know, piece of bread we need to take to someone, whatever that might be to meet a need, right? Because we're so busy. We can't take that call, right? I'm just too busy. But if we schedule out like and we really focus on, OK, if I get these two to three things done today, I will feel accomplished. And if I can get more done, great. Yes. But it's not putting this overwhelming pressure on yourself to get so much done in one day. And then you end up feeling even if you get a ton done, you still feel like you didn't do enough. Yeah. And I'm speaking to myself because I am like the queen of doing this. Chad is like, why would you ever have put that much on your plate today? Yeah. And so I think that this is truly like a call up for all of us to be like, okay, these are the things that like have to get done today and everything else, it can wait. It can be put on pause. That way, if I need to spend time 
in, in a different way than I've already planned to spend time with Jesus today. Because mm-hmm. keep in mind, in the beginning of this, we are prioritizing our time with Jesus every single day. So that comes first, and then our actual tasks for the day, and then being open to those Holy Spirit interruptions. Yeah, there's a great book that Tori and I have on this topic. Uh, we'll link it in the description. It's called Every Moment Holy. Mm-hmm. And it's a book full of laments. It's a book full of well, no liturgies. liturgies. Is, that, is that how it's pronounced? Yes, it's liturgies. Liturgies. Yeah. I have a hard time saying that word. Yeah. But it's just these beautiful, almost poetic, like mm-hmm. prayers yeah. that bring Christ into some of those more mundane moments. Mm-hmm. But secondly, it's just like we can also take those tasks, like say for example, Martha cooking dinner, and make them less intense. If Jesus said, hey, what Mary's chosen is better, don't take this away from her, then maybe we can like say, okay, well, guess what? We're just going to do some like simple, simple, simple dinner, and we're going to spend time at Jesus' feet. And of course, that's a metaphor for whatever busyness you have going in your life. How can we simplify our life to make sure that we pay attention to the things that are truly important, which is sitting at his feet? Yeah, so good. Want to pray sign out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this devotional. We thank you for the wrestling that it kind of stirs up in our spirit. Father, we just pray that your peace would be what leads us the most. Father, that you would give us wisdom as we determine what is essential in our life. From our time to our tasks, Father, to what interruptions are from you and what interruptions are just distractions. Father, would you give us eyes to see, spirits that are discerning, and Father, would you just lead us? Lord, we want to walk with you every single day and every single moment, Father. We want to choose what is better, but we cannot do that without the leading of your Holy Spirit, and so that's what we're asking for today and every day in the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci. Ciao.